Welcome to the Maidenless Podcast, where we discuss characters, locations, and lore from everyone's favorite game, Elden Ring. And today we're going to be talking about East Limgrave, Stormvale Castle, and the Round Table Hold. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Maidenless Podcast. You just heard our amazing theme song composed by none other than my wonderful co-host. Take a bow, Drew. Take a bow. What a lovely song. Snaps all around. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what the sound of a bow would be. Creaking, I would imagine. I'll put that in with a big clap sound. A little bit of clap, 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 clap. <laughs> um, so today we are talking about East... Limgrave, yeah, the East Coast, and um, like it's not a coast because it's attached to Kaylin. No, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and Stormvale Castle. Ooh. Bum, bum, bum. All right, so first up, I think we'll do East Limgrave because that's way more. I'm not gonna say it's more boring, but compared to Stormvale Castle, it's it's much less exciting. Almost everything at the very beginning of the game is boring compared to Stormvale Castle. Yes, and that's not an indictment against the stuff in Limgrave. That's just praise for Stormvale Castle. That place is awesome. Yes, but to the east, um, we have the Saints Bridge. Mm-hmm. We, we were playing a little bit of it earlier, and yeah. we, we went across the Saints Bridge. So. If we go across the Saints Bridge, that's where we hear, um, what's his name? Alexander. Hey, that's my name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we hear that pot guy. Oh, yeah. That pot guy, Alexander. <laughs> we... It's just that that makes him sound so sketchy. Oh, yeah, the pot guy. No, no, he legitimately is a pot. Yeah, that guy pot. is really yeah. sketchy, that pot guy, Alexander. <laughs> uh, but we hear him crying for help. We give his, his pot booty a good slap. We get him out of his bind. And then we go across St. Bridge, and there's a much less friendly figure. At first, when I heard the, hello, mm-hmm. is anyone here? I thought it was the guy banging his head against the ground. Oh. <laughs> Mad pumpkin head. And as I approached, I realized, no, that's not, that's that's not, not coming NPC, from that guy. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, what do you think of the mad pumpkin heads? I think we talked a little bit yeah. about the boss fight. I love their design. I think the the helm especially, just aesthetically, can make... It can elevate a look from being like... And I, I legitimately believe this. It can elevate a look from being like, oh, you're just designing this to look like a cool anime character, to being like, oh, this character has some sort of backstory. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird. And their story, I mean, I don't understand the fullness of it, but it is one of the saddest things. Like, yes. that they are just insane and that, that Helmet's there to, like, help them not be even more insane than they are. Yeah, I think the Helmet is there just to, to tame them, mm-hmm. like, so they're not killing the people around them. They can point them at other people to kill. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of kind of it's kind of sad. I think they're a... a from the Coliseums, mm. right? Mm, that could, I'm not 100% sure, but it could be. They do certainly have similar stature mm-hmm. and coloring and 
muscle mass to the uh, actual gladiator yes characters yes. they, they do the, the the dirty bodybuilder look yep and they do they do also use weapons that you would think because they're they're the ones that have like whips normally and other kind of gladiator type type weapons but makes yeah. sense makes sense makes i just i always sense. love any from soft enemy design that makes you feel a little bit sad everyone right but some more than others, some more than others those yeah. guys make me real sad yeah uh, so we dispatch him or go around him whatever you whatever you choose to do i always dispatch him yeah i always wanted that helmet but i, I never that. got it oh yeah it took me it took me killing them for maybe a good solid two hours before i just kept respawning and killing that guy yeah to wait for it it's a it's a rare drop it's a, it's a, yeah <laughs> well i i saw that not to get too off track but the pumpkin head gets me very off track that was one of the things in the uh the network test that struck me because there mm-hmm. were all these people running around because I was really into all the starting classes. I wanted to see mm-hmm. what they looked like because they all look amazing except for that one like weird wooden thing around the guy's neck. Oh yeah. Seems a little strange. But <laughs> besides that, they all look amazing. So I was, I was looking at them and then I started seeing people running around naked with a, a pumpkin Pum- on their yep. heads. And I'm like, that's weird. It's such a classic look. I'm so interested. Um, so we kill him and then we come across um, a bunch of gravestones, another mm-hmm. graveyard. We have the respawning skeleton enemies. Yes. Which go all the way back to Dark Souls 1. Yes, they do. I and guess probably even to Demon Souls. Possibly, yes. I didn't play that one. But. The confusion of fighting those in this game, I feel like just having a holy damage weapon not permanently killing them really messed me up because mm-hmm. I was like, that's what Dark Souls taught me? Was, oh, well, if, if you have something that does holy damage, yeah, then they're dead. And then I was looking for the, you know, well, then there must be some weird wizard thing that makes them no. respawn, like in, like in the catacombs. More. Yeah. Just hit them more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, holy damage, apart from the gameplay that we saw today, mm-hmm. of my character that relies solely on holy damage, pretty much, uh, in the later gameplay, people say it really sucks because... All the late game bosses have resistance yeah, to it. Tons of resistance yeah. to it. But anyways, <clears throat> so um, we fight the skeletons and we come across uh, D. Right, if you're looking carefully, he's sitting there on the side of the road with his sword in his golden armor. When I first encountered D, was in the round table hold, oh. so I missed him out there. I got him out there. Nice. Boy, one place or it makes sense. It makes sense you would get him out there. Because that's also where he leads you, like when he yep. tells you, like further down that road, yep, where yep, we yep. deal with uh, a character that, uh, or a recurring enemy that I don't know if we're naming yet. Yeah, sure, go ahead. Is it the Mariner? It is. Yes, the, yes. the what Mariner, though? That's, do you remember the. Oh. Tibia. Ah, which I don't think me. I think it's supposed to be where he's from, but I always just think of a bone. Yes, he's quite a bony mariner. Yes, I, I get distracted by mariner because I think marinara sauce, and that erases all other surrounding words in my mind. So okay. whenever I don't, I can't, I can't explain it. But whenever I see the word mariner, I picture sitting at a bowling alley eating mozzarella sticks and marinara sauce. And that's where my mind goes. Good place to be in your mind. Yeah. Now, the Mariner, I'm not sure I ever fought them properly because really? I never found them to be very difficult. No, they're they're pretty wimpy. 
is that just what it is? Yeah, and they're okay. supposed to summon other enemies, but they're yeah, easy but to if you die. just kill them really, really fast, they can't do that. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, yeah, they're not they're not much to deal with. It kind of okay. So there's another weird thing too in the beginning of the game when you're doing character creation. There is a character face preset called Mariner. Hmm. Yeah, and it's like blonde and looks kind of Nordic. Interesting. Yeah. So, and then we see a lot of broken ships around sure. Limgrave. So, when the first time I played through, I saw D in the round table, table hold like you did, and he said, uh, Be careful if you see the death, uh, especially if there's a mariner in there. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, is this going to be like, a, like an NPC, like an evil NPC, mm. you know, who's going to be like a leader of the. No. It's no, just, a, just wimpy a wimpy skeleton of in a boat. <laughs> That's it. So it's like a cross of like, it's a cross of like Nordic mythology and, well, it must be a cross of like Nordic mythology and ancient Greek mythology, I would have to think. Elden Ring? Uh, just the, the Mariner. Oh. The, and yeah. his, his role. He must be some sort of. Oh, like, oh, what's his name? Who he charges the, the. The coins on your eyes. Yep, yep. The river sticks, all river that. River sticks. Yeah. I don't remember his name, but scream it at us into your car if you're listening. We'll hear it. We'll hear it. We'll get yes, it. Yes, we will. We'll ignore it, but we will hear it. Yes. I heard you there. I heard you when you said it, but <laughs> screw you individually. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. Uh, we, uh, we get past uh, Summon Water Village, right? Mm-hmm. Take out the Mariner. And then... Then D transports inside the Summon Water Village, right? Because I, man, I did not have the same experience with D that you did. <laughs> I I referred to no guides or anything when I played through, and I'm learning. I, I oh well, right, but I'm learning over time that since everyone's experiences were so different to mine, that I missed a ton of stuff. Well, if it makes you feel any better, it doesn't matter. Okay, <laughs> he but, just says. Oh, I always death route. <laughs> Have you like, met with the beast clergyman? What are you waiting for? Oh, yeah. so he tells you about the beast clergyman too. Yeah. So if you kill, if you kill a mariner and he gets him death route, then mm-hmm. the next time you see him, which I believe is either in the village or at the round table, mm. he'll say, "Oh, you got a talent for weeding death route. You should visit the clergyman." And he tells you about the transporter. It's down the hills. Uh, It's behind the church where you find another thing that's amazing, the wondrous physic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I do remember finding that. Anyways, we'll get to the beast clergyman and everything. But yeah, so if you go around that way and go down the cliffs a little bit, I think there's a giant down there. A troll. A troll, yeah. Not a giant. Yeah, not a giant. Um, But then what is the church there? Church of... Ooh, that's where... That's where my memory of things gets real shaky on names. <laughs> <laughs> there is a church there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melina has some words for us of, I believe this is when we start to find out that Merica is not exactly a benevolent god. Mm-hmm. Because I think this is the, and again, scream it into your car if I'm wrong. I'll hear you and ignore it. <laughs> I believe this is where she says that she divests every one of their powers and you mm. can make of yourself what you will. These are the words of America that Melina tells us uh, at, the, at yeah. the grace. 
she says that America says, I divest ye, divest, divest ye my children, I believe, mm-hmm. of your uh, grace or whatever, and you can make of yourself what you will, be it a complete failure or a god, mm-hmm. basically. And you kind of get the idea that, oh, wow, America doesn't really give to about her children. Or yeah, you s- I think I took that a little differently because I would have taken that as as ripping ripping the predestined fate away from them oh, and okay. giving them the freedom to make whatever they will of themselves. Okay. So not necessarily, again, the most maybe caring action, but perhaps the intent behind it wasn't hyper nefarious. That's true. I just have a whole, we can get into it because we're going to talk about Stormvale and the secret underneath Stormvale, mm-hmm. but I have a whole crackpot theory about America. I'm very excited to hear it. All right. <laughs> so moving on, we talked to D. He, uh, oh wait, we, we passed that. <laughs> yep. We passed that. We passed that. We're talking about the church where mm-hmm. we found uh, the wondrous physic. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think of the wondrous physic, Drew? Oh man. Uh, wondrous physic is what makes my build possible. Ah. Yes. Because, well, I should say it makes my build possible in the sense that it gives me more hope in playing than I would have, which makes me bolder in my attack choices. Ah. But whenever I fight, like, large bosses and things, I have my physic made so that it's all stamina boosting all the time. Oh. Yep. Because I'm physical damage, I carry real heavy weapons, I don't wear a ton of armor... And I need to be able to like roll a lot and block a lot and do mm. a lot of like dodging and and just things that eat up stamina all the time. And so my stamina bar, if you look at uh, <laughs> if you look at uh, my HUD, my stamina bar is pretty stinking big. Yeah. My FP bar is about like small, medium, and then my health bar is li- little bitty health bar. Mm. Yeah. I put everything in endurance and stamina. So hmm. yeah, that that physic really made things pop quite a bit. At, once I could once I could just like regenerate, regenerate, regenerate super fast, it was all over for everybody. Endless swings of ultra great swords at that point. So what confuses me, I guess, about your build, because I, I thought I had it pegged down because I'm like, okay, it's a glass cannon, physical damage build. I understand that. Block, don't get or uh dodge, don't get hit. Mm-hmm. But then you started talking to me about like shield and oh, how yeah. you were amazed at my shieldless play. And I thought how are you and then it all clicks now with the stamina oh yeah it's stamina Stamina. interesting yep big old shield big old sword or axe or spear whatever i want to use and then tiny tiny man behind it yep exactly (laughs) (laughs) i like to call it the wizard of oz build (laughs) the shield is my curtain (laughs) i love it i love it so um at this point when you're okay well let's get a little further so if we go down the, and around the hill, we hear um, we have another NPC interaction. Do you remember who? Oh another man, I'm out. not. I'm not confident anymore. Hello, is there anyone there who would help the distinguished? Is it Kenneth? Kenneth, yes. <laughs> yes. Kenneth, I didn't get to until <laughs> until I was like three hundred hours in. Oh my god! I, I did not find him the first time. I heard a voice, and I was like, "Where is that?" And I looked for a bit, and I gave up. The completionist, how? 
I know, I know. But this is the thing is I was like, maybe I'm not, maybe there's an item I'm missing where he's invisible. I can't see him yet or something. So I'm like checking item descriptions. Finally, I went back there and I found him. And yeah, I'd already done everything that he needed me to do. (laughs) I just need to give you a good slap on the rear. Get going, pal. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he, uh, He's a perfect uh, depiction of like a like a bureaucrat. I think mm-hmm. it's pretty funny. Turn us up again. Okay, we were, there we, we, go. Were, we were laughing too Whoopsie. much. Too much fun. <laughs> Sorry, more like, more like Clippeth height. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Uh, he's a perfect depiction of like a like a bureaucrat. He just like he he comes across. He's like, I I need someone to do a task for me. You'll gain much prestige. And then we come up a tarnished of no mm. renown. And he's like, oh, tarnished. No, no, no. You can still do things for me, I believe. <laughs> and it's, it's very kind of like sneering at us being a tarnished. But oh, he yes. still wants us to go and reclaim his fort, Fort Height, mm-hmm. um, from a blood-crazed knight. Mm-hmm. Um. So at this point, you had already found the knight, I'm sure. Oh yeah, I'd already, I had already cleared the fort a few times. So <laughs> this, I was like peak immersion at this point. This is when I was staying up way too late and playing it when I first got it. Oh okay. And because this is like my first, you know, I fought Margaret a few times and bounced off that because I was way too under level and didn't mm-hmm. have any cool gear. And so I was like looking for other things to do, and I found the the blood knight, and I was like, this is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> so you fight. Uh, let's go to the. You did the Fort Hyde encounter. How'd you like that? I mean, I I loved storming forts. Basically, any time that there was a building that I was supposed to go inside and do something was my favorite thing. Yeah, like the open world aspect, very very cool. But getting to like romp around inside of a little castle or or a big castle in some cases. Yeah. That's like my favorite thing. I love like seeing what like what can I balance on? Can I get over to this area? Mm-hmm. Are there items hidden in a tower somewhere that I, you know, can't access or something? And there's always just a little there's always a little reward for you and stuff. There's all like you start to realize the repetition towards the end of it, but yeah. even then it's like it's a huge world. Yeah, it is. It'd be hard to make them completely unique experiences every time. But yeah. I always love doing the I always love doing the forts. Yeah, they're super fun. This one has a uh, few rats. Mm-hmm. It's got a few uh, what commoners uh, throwing grenades at you, and then when you get to the top, well, actually outside, right? Isn't there? There's a big pumpkin head outside. There is a big pumpkin head outside. Yeah, and there's oh, there's like a little. Sorry, I'm forgetting everything. Mm-hmm. There's like a demi humans that are coming up to approach, mm-hmm. and then they're like shooting at them from the top of the mm-hmm. tower, and then a big pumpkin head scrolls out. And you can do it kind of stealthy, too. That's how I did it. I hid yeah. in the bushes and waited for him to pass. And then uh, then took out the soldiers and, and went up inside. But then we also get the bloody slash. And I believe one half of the Dectus medallion when we mm-hmm. finish that quest. Yep, because I did not understand what that item was supposed to be good for forever. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it doesn't come up for a while. but um, And then, yeah, that's pretty much the end of that. The knight drops... Uh, bloody slash and we go back to kenneth and when we demand our reward he gives us an erd steel dagger Mm -hmm. which i guess is good if you're doing like a dagger faith build but third steel dagger is probably the best looking dagger though it's pretty cool in in my humble opinion i don't know a black knife guy 
Right. There, there's, there's certain things that are so high fantasy to me that I'm like, ah, this feels like a, this feels like a Fabio on the cover romance <laughs> novel about some barbarian. You know, yeah. it feels like that. Well, and, the Black Knife. Actually, I've watched a video about how it's based in reality really? because it it mirrors a lot of African throwing daggers. Oh, interesting. Because it's pointy on all sides. Oh, sure. Okay. So if you throw it at something, it's going to get stuck in it. Well, no criticism to African throwing daggers at all. But I could be completely wrong. What, Correct me in the comments. When I think of uh when I think of like the daggers in this game, I think of like what is it called? Reduvia or oh yeah you know just like the weird like oh this is really like chunky and odd looking or like um whatever the whatever the one is that you find uh the chinkata i think it's called with like the beast Uh, claws on it and stuff where it's like like i know what one of those is supposed to look like (laughs) (laughs) and it bums me out when it's like and now we're gonna add this real chunky fantasy thing to it. Yeah. And so the Erdsteel dagger to me is like, no, that's just like a that's just like a handsome dagger right yes. there. You know? I don't know. I have a special place in my heart for like impractical fantasy things. Oh, I love impractical fantasy. I use the ultra great swords all the time, so impractical is my middle name, but just when it's a little weapon. Yeah. When it's supposed to be a little a little guy. Well, I, what really bothered me which is hilarious. Dark Souls 3 I just played through. And so like Sigurd with his storm ruler, mm. he goes into the Yorm fight and he points it ahead. He's like, my your, your old friend, the Lord of Cinder. And he points it forward. And the it, the handle of it clips into his, his arm. Mm. I'm like, why would you design it like that? Mm. <laughs> like you knew he was going to point it forward and say Lord of Cinder. Why, why would you design it like that? It's going to clip. Maybe it's lore. Maybe there's some oh, deep. Yes. The Knights of Katarina, they yeah. have a, a place in their armor so that they're. <laughs> we need a, a Vati video of uh, oh, of yes. the lore of the clipping. The clipping sword of <laughs> yep. Seaward. Um, okay, then we have uh, the woods. What's it called? Mm, is this the Bear Woods? Or is bear that, Woods. Is bear that, and Wolf Wood. Is that what it's actually called? That no, couldn't no. possibly be. <laughs> is that what it's called? <laughs> Uh, the Mistwood, the Mistwood. Yes. I thought that was very Tolkien, um, Tolkienian name mm-hmm. of a, of a wood. The Mistwood sounds like we gotta hop down from the Shire and hop <laughs> over to the Mistwood, go have tea with Tom Bombadil. Some I would love to have tea with Tom Bombadil, and I hate tea, but just to <laughs> hang out with Tom. Tom would put some magic stuff in it. You'd be, <laughs> I'd be on cloud down. nine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Turn into a bear or something. But there's no Tom Bombadil in these woods. Instead, no. there are rune bears, which oh. are terrifying. Yes. Um, the only Those are the only enemy that I don't like fighting at all. How do you fight them? Uh, you luck. Yeah, you run away. Yeah. I've, I've successfully killed two and only two. One of them was like a boss, like a boss battle yep. in a cave. That was... You have to fight that and win to survive and get out of there. The other one was the first one that I found when I got teleported there by my good friend Patches. Ah. And I fought and used every resource I had and won. And I was like, oh, man, 
Well, that was a crazy boss fight. And then I walked three steps to the left and found another one. And I was like, crap. <laughs> and I, I avoid them now. No matter how overpowered I get, yeah. you're never overpowered no, enough. Don't fight for one the of those. rune bear. Ugh. Don't fight the rune bear. No. But there's some demi humans. There's also a merchant. Mm-hmm. There's a little sign that's like, oh, come right over the hill. Mm-hmm. It's got some good stuff. Um, and then we can also uh, do the, what is it, the snap? Mm-hmm. And we can meet Blythe. Yes. Um, and Blythe seems like a cool guy. He just seems like like a, a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like his main thing is is killing this guy, Darewill. Yeah. Um, but he seems honorable about it. But yeah. he seems, yeah, like, you want to come help me murder this guy? Oh, I believed every word he said. I As soon as he said it, I was like, well, that guy must be the most evil person. We should, we should, probably we should kill definitely kill him. Do you want some scratches? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he's very cute. Yes, for um, being 20 feet tall. All right, so we were talking about Blythe, mm-hmm. the pumper. So how do you pronounce that? Is it th at the end? Yes. Yes. Where does that come from? It's um uh there's some character in Beowulf, I believe. <laughs> that has a D D and it's T H and I learned that in high school. So when they started saying it, it, it made sense to me, but So your wallet is gone for good is what you're saying right it's now. It's gone, yeah. <laughs> Keys to who oh, knows. <laughs> okay, so it is th it's a TH sound. I do believe so, yes. Okay. Because every time I would look at that name, and any time I would talk with anybody about it, I would very deliberately avoid saying anything. Like blood. Well, because I'm thinking it's like Blade, but with just a goofy accent, but then I can't quite tell if I'm hearing the NPCs finish with a TH or not. And it was just like all of my... Any insecurities that I ever had would come bubbling up, and I'd be like, I don't even know how to play guitar. Like, I don't know what this, how do you, I, I, how could I figure out how to say this man's name? Yeah. So it's Blythe. That's how I have just etched it into my consciousness. Okay. Well, I'll, for this, for from here on out, that's what I'm going to call him Good. to. I'm okay. glad I gave you the confidence to make that. <laughs> I decision. appreciate it. <laughs> I also hear people say it on YouTube, and I found all the ways that I hate when you say it oh so i'm like i just avoid those ways and it's narrowed it down to like what i've settled on today <laughs> what's the what's the worst way just the, the single worst one that you can think of i think like when people just say like like blide or like <laughs> or like blide. blade or just regular old blade like they yeah. didn't even try just blade blade just good old blade um <laughs> anyways i love it it's negative yeah that's negative <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was. That's my fault. For anybody who's driving, that's like that is how I say it. That's my fault. You can hate me for it. <laughs> and if you're not driving, you can hate me. Yeah. If you form two lines, please. If you're stationary. Yes. Stationary people get to hate Alex. People in motion uh, get to hate me. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I'm glad we got that sorted yeah, out. Yeah. Me too. Um, yeah. So he's he's a he's a cute. Oh, the the one thing I wanted to say is I found that this image of this man in armor mm-hmm. with a big sword and a dog head is universally captivating. Can we think of any other media that maybe has that? With a dog head. I can think of, uh, well, there's that scene in Game of Thrones where Rob Stark is brought out, decapitated with a with his direwolf's head on his body. 
There's that one. Yep, for that, sure. That's maybe not a <laughs> super happy one. No, but like I was thinking Berserk. He has dog armor. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my brain was not <laughs> was not operating a hundred percent. And that would make sense with the sword too. Yes, the big giant sword. Yes, yep. the gut sword. Although I always think of the gut sword as being closer to the other gut sword in that game. Yeah, well that's the more direct yeah but yeah i was it was pretty but all that to say is like i have the friend that i was talking about when we were playing when i did that build so we could fight some bosses um and anytime the loading screen came up and blythe was on there Mm -hmm. he was just like i love that guy Mm. i love him he didn't know anything about him we hadn't even encountered him in the game yet he was just obsessed with him and I think that's like a big selling point of the game. That's why he's like oh, on sure. it so much. Is yeah. Because they figured out like man, big sword, dog head look. Yeah. It's just like people are like, oh, I need that in my life. I, when I first saw the image, I didn't know if he was a friendly yeah. character or, and I was, he's both. <laughs> well, right. I was so ready for him to be a giant boss. Yeah. I was ready for a fight like uh, Sif's. Oh, like for him to be like way larger than life? Yeah, just way larger than life and be an arena fight that yeah. you had to do. And I was like, oh man, let's go. Let's go. But I was very happily surprised and it was like, ooh, friend. Yeah. He has, a, he has some fun combat encounters later in the game too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's about it for the Mistwood. And then once we come back around, there's a path to Kalid. And then that's pretty much back to West Limgrave when we go mm-hmm. back around that way. There is... A little secret spot that if you are accustomed to playing the Elder Scrolls games like me, uh, you may have gone and found a later in the game weapon early on, though. Where is that? At the border of Limgrave and Kaled, down on the beach, there's a little ledge with a cave up top. And if you manage your horse just right you can glitch your way up there and get the sword which is the uh oh the what is the word eacade or something the yeah without actually going to caleb to get it so you get the now what sucks is that you screw yourself where you go through that cave and then there's no reward at the end but the regalia of Eocade, that's what yes. it is. Oof, where are my keys? <laughs> um, yeah, and that wound up being my main weapon. Oh, arcane. Yep, that wound up being my main weapon, uh, despite how much I love using giant weapons. That, it's a tiny one. It is a tiny one, but it was the... I I kind of like rolled into a Spartan mm. build, and oh, it's just the right... It's just the right last detail for that. Yeah, it looks so good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's that's fun. We got that little. I they probably have, I imagine they patched that at this point. Oh, I have no idea. Like they patched a bunch of stuff where you can't get to areas you're not supposed to because oh, they put like extra sad. boulders and stuff. That's a shame. Yeah, let players break your game. Let, let players Let's have break the your fun. game. Come on. <laughs> I know you worked really hard on it for months, but we just want to like. You know, screw around with it. Yeah, that's the fun. It's a game. So, the round table hold. Mm -hmm. That's something that we gain access to after lighting a few bonfires is what I wanted to say, but touching a few graces or uh, fighting Margit for the first time. Yep, I got it after Margit. 
as did I. I thought it was funny how she said um, that her worries were unfounded, and I felt like her worries were very founded because I just got my face smashed in by Mark. <laughs> over and over and over? Over and over. I'm like, uh, lady, you might have the wrong tarnished. <laughs> but, uh, no, she... She invites us to the round table. We get there and we meet a fun cast of characters. Yes. Um, who who initially did you talk to? When? Uh, well, I think the first person I talked to was. Why do I keep wanting to call him Darius? Darius. What is his name? The guy with the red armor, fancy boy. Darius. Na- <laughs> but the fancy lad, you know. Um, fancy lad is. The Hoslo. Yeah, I don't brother. remember his first name though. Yeah. Uh, he's always like, uh, have you seen a girl named Liana? Yeah. She's such a little tomboy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't remember his name. That though. guy. Dialos. Dialos. Well, that's not Darius. Darius. Dialos, yeah. Um, I think I spoke with him first. Yeah, he was very striking. Yeah, it's just the fancy armor uh, against kind of the drab brownish hue of everything mm-hmm. around, but... That made me so paranoid to go, like, looking everywhere that I could to see if there were any female NPCs. Because I was like, oh, this right. guy's got to have a very important quest. Look at very his armor, important. you know. I should He's find this important. person. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I talked to him. And then uh, I talked to the guy with the Mandalorian helmet, but the otherwise weirdly proportioned armor. The Sir Gideon Offner. Yep. They are knowing. Yes, indeed. Yep. Spoke with him. Uh, got a couple of insults from him, which yeah. is typical from the NPCs in this game. And uh, yeah, found out I was welcome there as a guest, but not allowed to call it home. Which that made me think like, is there a limited amount of times that I can like come and go? (laughs) So then I'm like, well, I got to find every nook and cranny that I can. Yeah. And so then what I did right after that, um, was, don't you recognize a from software hub world when you see one? I think I'm always scared that they're going (laughs) to change things pretty drastically. Fair enough. So I was like, Oh, I've got to like make as good a time, you know, good a use of this as I possibly can. I'm trying to remember if you are allowed to talk to Hugh yet. You are. Yep. And if you're allowed to to drop down. You are. Yes. You so want to. But there's another, there's a couple other NPCs there. Mm -hmm. There's um, Corhin. Who is, I'm a man of the cloth. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Who puts up, let's just put it on the record absolutely zero real fight when you try to get him to commit heresy and teach you things that he shouldn't be looking at. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I, I gave him immediately the skin Bible that yep. I found downstairs in the castle, and he was like, oh, this seems fine. Yeah, here's how you make a black fireball. <laughs> yeah, real man of the cloth. Yeah, real man of the cloth. <laughs> Conviction. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he seems okay. Um, and then who else do we have? Well, I don't think that Rodrika gets there right away. No. But she does get there. I does think the next there, time that you come to the round table hold, she's there. Well, there's a couple of ways you can advance her quest to get there. Okay. We talked earlier about the Chrysalid's Memento. So is that one of the is that one of the things? Do you give it to her or something? Yeah, so you find that on that corpse pile that we played around with, yeah. played around on with the dogs. And then um you give that to her and I can't remember the exact sequence of events, but that inspired. 
I think you give that to her at Roundtable Hold, mm-hmm. and then that inspires her to drop the red hood because if you notice, she doesn't have yeah, the hood doesn't have the hood anymore. Spirit tuner, yeah. But in a hilarious move from from software, all that stuff happens off camera. No, whether you do any of that stuff or oh, not, okay. Like nothing is required to get all those events. Okay. You can get the red hood. You can get her as a spirit tuner. Because I don't think I, I don't think I gave her that that chrysalid thing i did because i thought it'd be really important <laughs> oh yeah i that's why when i found it my second playthrough i was like what, what I did i miss with this nothing yeah, yeah nothing. okay a little yeah. bit of dialogue where she's oh, like okay. oh gosh i'll better be brave <laughs> <laughs> oliver twist as Rodrigo. yeah i love basically. it <laughs> i mean isn't uh, i mean uh, okay yeah. uh so Rodrigo shows up eventually and she's like uh you know this place is awesome and then, um, Hugh, Hugh, yeah, yeah, the blacksmith, which mm-hmm. is cool. I never realized that he is a he's a demi human, uh, isn't he? No, he's a misbegotten, misbegotten. Pardon me. I get those. Yeah, I get those confused too. But Sorry yeah, he, to all the misbegotten and demi humans out there. But apparently, they did something with his face different than the other misbegotten. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If they gave he doesn't have the crazy like wide mouth. Yeah. The basketball-shaped head that uh, all the other misbegotten's have. Yeah, the crazy smile. Yep. Um, So he's a little bit more friendly looking. Yeah. But we can ask him about his chains, and he's and then at some point we come in and he's praying to America, Mm -hmm. saying he wants to slay a god. Um, What? I'm not going to say what's the deal with because we said we weren't going to do that (laughs) bit. That's not our bit. Uh, (laughs) What's going on with Hugh? What are the deep-seated motivations of this <laughs> character? Um, my understanding is that, and this comes down to if if everything that Merica did was premeditated or not, mm. that Merica potentially knew that you'd have to fight her other half. Yeah. And so in order to do that, she before making everything bad basically told Hugh that he needed to make he needed to make a weapon that could kill a god with the intention of making that weapon for whatever tarnish was rising to the challenge at the time where is the round table hold what is the purpose of the round table hold well i can tell you where it is it where is in is the it? bottom left corner of the map ah <laughs> How did I miss that? Yeah. Uh, I think it's, I think it is some interdimensional timey-wimey nonsense. Well, I think, yeah, interdimensional timey-wimey is like jolly cooperation, right? Yeah. Okay. That's a Dark Souls thing. But I think the round table hold is an actual place. Okay. Because I think, because as Nefeli says, I knew you'd receive a summon here. Yeah. Rodrika got a summon to the round table hold. I think that the round table hold is in the Erd tree. In the Erd tree. And I think it's like a projection in Merica's mind. That she created a kind of pocket dimension of the original round table hold, which was the fortified mansion. Right. As a place to kind of safeguard and build up the tarnish that she that she knew would eventually come to try and mend the Elden Ring with hopes of 
you know, putting Hugh there, mm-hmm. putting some two fingers there mm-hmm. to give us the information and the so that she we could accomplish her goals. But I think that it's in the Erd tree and it's something that Merica is sustaining some sort of like pocket dimension. Interesting. And the summons comes at the behest of Merica to say, Oh, this tarnished is useful. I'm gonna kind of bring them into my fold. Um, yeah, but uh, roundtable hold. The only other eventful things that happen are once the fingers talk to us, then we can go into Gideon's study, mm-hmm. and he is in really bad posture when he's reading and just a bad mood. Yeah, he's, he's, he's... sort of nice to you when he's insulting you as a yeah. guest, but what once a he sucky dude. <laughs> yeah, once he's like, oh, they're actually powerful. <sighs> uh, uh. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's the roundtable hold right Woo! now. Um, oh no! There's one thing. There's one more thing. Ooh, one more thing. What's we that? We forgot the stone sword key doors at the bottom of the round table hole. That's correct. Um, they're not really exciting. It's just one of I, the. I thought they were exciting. Oh well, why don't you tell us about them? Because I didn't think they were that. Exciting. I thought they were exciting because of the first item that you get down there, which is the uh, black crossbow, the mm-hmm. like sniping crossbow, the super long range crossbow, and then the key. Uh, the what do they call them? The key something bolts for it. Black key bolts. Yeah, black key bolts. Yep. What do those do? Uh, they just have increased range. Oh. But I was like, oh, something, something happened down here. We're getting yeah. gear from, we're getting gear from old people that used to be here. Mm-hmm. We also get the assassin's prayer book. Mm-hmm. That's right. So some assassin was using the round table hold. I think it's Crespus. Okay. We get Crespus's vial later, which eliminates all of our movement when uh, we make sound. Yeah. Yeah. Again, thank you, Smotown, for giving me all this useless information on <laughs> Crespus. Um, I don't know. Did we talk about Selen last time? That was We only briefly mentioned Selen last yeah, time. A lady with a nice stone head mm-hmm. and more bare feet, more Elden feet. Of course. <laughs> and uh she sells us spells. Yep. But she very, kind of derides us. Yeah, she sells us spells very condescendingly, yes. which I've grown to love in those yeah. games. <laughs> she's great. Yeah, she the start nice. of one of the many messed up storylines that you get to yeah, be a party nice. to. It's a she cool, cool yeah. storyline. It is a really cool storyline. And the places that you get to go through it, I mean, every storyline really does have a pretty unique full playthrough experience. There's always an interesting choice of do I side with this person? Do I side against this person? And I think pretty great rewards on either end of it. So it does reward at least, you know, one additional playthrough every time. I agree. I do think, though, as a first playthrough, mm-hmm. the the quest... Because one, when I first played it, there weren't NPC markers. Mm-hmm. Same. Which... I thought a lot of times the related... Because the character that's related to Selen is Witch Hunter Jaren. Mm-hmm. Which is super far away from her. Oh, yeah. Where even is that dude? He's in Caled. He's in Caled, Officiating so, the Radon Festival. Yeah, so at that time, I was had not met him yet because I had not ventured down to the Red mm-hmm. Main. So I'm just obviously like, this lady seems nice. She's giving me spells. Definitely going to side with her. Whereas I think some of sometimes this game suffers a little bit from its size because the two related NPCs, like Nefeli and uh, what's his face? Uh, oh, uh, Celibus. Yeah, 
Yeah, they're like so that. far apart that it's like, are you even related? But their quests are very related. Mm-hmm. But you just don't draw that at the time sure. when you meet one of them. It's not like, or, or you meet them individually. You're not like, oh, these are going to coincide and I'm going to have to pick. Because I think mm-hmm. you had an issue with... I did. Yeah, yes. we can talk about that later. But a certain potion that yep. somebody drank. <laughs> Spike the punch. Yeah, darn. Um, okay, so that's about it for uh, the East Coast, Boston, Limgrave. <laughs> uh, and we're headed into Stormvale Castle. Yeah. Legacy Dungeons. Uh, so yeah, Stormvale Castle, pretty interesting. We talked about when we were playing how you meet, you beat Margit, and you step through that little, what looks like just a tiny little door frame, mm-hmm. and then it's like, boom, you're right at the gate oh, of Stormvale man. Castle, and it's it's uh, overwhelming. Got yeah. the birds soaring high oh, above, goodness. and the birds, the weather, like the little glimpse of the of the Erd tree, and yeah, it it's a whole thing. Like it's artwork. It's just moving artwork that you can look at from every angle. It's so good. The color choices, the design of the castle, the like perfect looking parts and the busted up looking parts. Everything about it is just magic. It's so good. Well, there there has seemed to be a has seemed to have been a battle Mm -hmm. at Stormvale. Um, Who? Why? What? When? Well, what? Probably <laughs> fireballs or a yeah. battering ram or something, but why? When? What? Who, who attacked? When? Why? Right, right. I keep saying these questions. I keep not answering them because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we could continue this way. Is this entertaining? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> uh, dang it. I thought we cracked it for uh. a second. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. So Godric, I mean, before there was the Storm King mm-hmm. who owned it, which I assume King of the Storm is a big hawk. I would have to think so, yeah. And then he fought God... Win? Or Free, free the okay. first Elden Lord, when Merica was conquering the world. Sure. And he beat the King of the Storm, and then he kind of got mad respect from that. Mm-hmm. And then, long after that, Godric mm-hmm. fled Lane Dell, dressed as like a lampshade or something, <laughs> with his mimic veil. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, I think Kenneth Height, our you know bureaucrat, is like, how disgraceful! He snuck out with the women folk. <laughs> kind of like takes a dump on Godric and his reputation. Makes so you he- wonder how Kenneth Height got out of his uh, his situation. <laughs> Yeah, and what is Kenneth Height? He looks like a tarnish, but he acts like... Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> then Godric, after he fled Landell, he's hiding in Stormville because all the Stormville people are loyal to him because he's a long lost something of God free. Mm-hmm. He's related somehow. Yes, yeah, somehow yeah. along down the line. So that's a long history. Mm-hmm. So did all those battle scars come from one of those battles, or are they recent? I mean, I would say with the plants growing through mm. all of the all of the holes, that means that the battles would have had to have taken place either at the time that that event occurred or 
before that. I don't know if we're naming that event yet, but before that event occurred, right? Okay, spoilers. We're a year out. I think we're gonna talk. We're gonna if you if you really don't want to know, turn it off. Yeah, we're talking about Godwin the death, mm-hmm. right? And that spread all of the thorns because we right? see him on the Marge shield, like we talked about. Yep, and on the, uh, the exile soldiers. Yep. So the the question for me is, are all of the like holes in the wall and everything because of that did they get blown out of the wall oh oh. right or did they wrap around holes and broken the things that already existed broken hmm i'm gonna go for thing the holes were there and then and then it grew out of them yeah because so that means that the battle scars have to be, re- if that's the case, they have to be really old mm-hmm. because, wait, I guess not because the shattering was a big war. So mm-hmm. there could have been a fight at Stormvale after Godwin died, I guess is what we're trying to figure out. Was there a fight at Stormvale after Godwin died? Sure. Or was all that damage done before he died? I'm inclined to think that the damage would have happened not after, but like when. When? If so that you makes like sense. That, you like that it was blown out when like he died and... and <laughs> I don't know if it was blown out or just like pushed out gradually. Like how, you know, a tree growing next to some structure can like slowly shift that structure to the point of its collapse, uh, right? So my thought is that perhaps there was some like prior small damage Mm -hmm. and then those just exacerbated it. That's good. Because you still have planks and stuff that are laid down on top of that stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've, it seems like they've adjusted to it rather than tried to repair it or anything like that. Maybe you can't repair it. I don't fully know the nature of a thorn created by the death of a demigod. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, someone who knows an awful lot about that, we can talk a little bit about the encounters leading up to him, but uh, Rajier, mm-hmm. he's in Stormvale Castle, and he's searching for something. He asks us what the heck we're doing here because Godric has been grafting any tarnish that he finds there. Mm. That's why Rodrika's men were brought. That's why she wants to go and get her freak on in the grafting process. Um, but uh, So Rajier, what do you make of him? Rajir seems like the Indiana Jones type to me. Oh. A little bit. I mean, maybe not trying to bring everything into a museum, but just like the weirdly curious, doesn't necessarily want to be out in harm's way, Mm. but feels the call to do it despite what he wants. Yeah. That's like the read I got on him. And it seemed like at the start he was going to be not a sidekick, but almost like a, almost like a guide kick, if that makes sense. Uh, okay. Yeah. Like a Solaire type. Like a Solaire type. Yeah. Yeah. Where uh, he's gonna be like running a, almost a parallel. Yeah. Track to you. Yeah. Well, he has a whole little side quest that I have never done. Mm. Um. So if you talk to him at uh, Stormvale, mm-hmm. he says he's searching for something. He doesn't tell you what. But then later he shows up basically as a paraplegic Mm -hmm. in the uh, round table hold in the balcony off to the side. 
which is always sketchy in a FromSoft game when uh, an NPC can't be in the main room mm-hmm. of your hub area. Yeah. I'm thinking like, uh, what is it, Suspicious Beggar, um, that guy from Demon Souls, Yurt. Mm. Uh, you know, they're always hanging off to the side because they can't be in the main room. So I'm like a little sketchy, this guy. But apparently, um, I don't know, before or after this, he'll tell you to go to the Black Knife Catacombs to get information about death. Hmm. I wonder if I did that because I remember him. I remember him being like sitting down in that chair in like half a sack. Yeah. And there's like flies and stuff. Mm -hmm. He looks like he did a big stinky in his pants. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And I mean, that also led to me jumping down and fighting the. Oh, yeah. Fighting the invader down there whose name I can't remember, but whose fight I will never forget. The taunt, Taunter, Taunt, Taunty McGee, I think was his name. <laughs> was that what it was? <laughs> yeah, I think that. <laughs> Taunty McTaunt face? Yes. yes. Oh, you've gotten it. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Yes. The mad taunt. The mad, the mad taunt. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Why did we call the show that? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> We've uh, already got a good name. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Um. Yeah, so Rogier, he has a big stinky in his pants, and he can't mm-hmm. move his legs anymore. He gives you his rapier, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yes. Um, but if we go down to the bottom of Stormvale, we see a blood stain. Mm. Have you seen this? I don't know that I have. Oh, so we're skipping a lot of combat encounters, and maybe we can go over the combat more next time. Yep. Uh, but the big hits of Stormvale Castle, we find Godwin's like blown up monster face mm-hmm. in the bottom of the castle with an oh, ulcerated so tree spirit. Too. Yep. Um, but if you there's a blood stain, and if you interact with it, you see Rajier there, and he's just standing there. And then a big he gets like he gets cursed, he gets death rooted. Oh. And he like ah, and it like goes up through his middle. So that's what happened to him. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I was wondering about that. Yeah. I just, I so often avoid touching the blood stains just because I'm like, I don't need to see how some other idiot died and then I die. In this case, in this case. Interesting. They, I guess, have they used, to your knowledge, have they used blood stains as a means of storytelling prior to this? Because I don't remember anything like that in Dark Souls 1, 2, or 3 with blood stains like having to do with actual characters. I'm sure. Someone will correct us, mm-hmm. but not to my knowledge. Okay. There he is, Godwin's corpse, and here's our blood stain. This the... is the one, huh? Yep. There's Rogier. Oh. We don't see what lifts him up, which is kind of scary. But he gets. We learn later. We learn hard later. Oh yeah, Godwin's like third eye nipple thing yeah uh, if you hit the corpse it it it's bloody oh yeah that's why i was like is this rock and i smacked it a few times i'm like oh it's bleeding i don't think it's rock so that's flesh yeah turning to wood of some sort it's weird because like how big was godwin probably like godric size okay so or, if he's godric size god free size <laughs> Yeah, or that would make more sense. Why is he so big here? Did it transform him into this horrible thing? Well, I think the idea... This is like a, a floop from Spy Kids situation. Yeah, yeah I think so. 
It's it. Wait a second. We gotta. We gotta. Poke him right <laughs> in the nose. Because <laughs> yeah, there's like roots extending from him with spikes all over it, and then. I love this. So this is a classic snake eater ladder right here that we have to climb up. But if you tilt the camera back around, you get this lovely view of Godric's corpse for almost like a whole minute. Which I guess is intentional. Yeah. I I just remember I found this the first time so late at night. I mean, it would have been one, two in the morning or something. And I have a tendency to get really, really like spooked by stuff. Yeah. But not like immediate spooked, but like a slow burn mm. spook where I'm just thinking about it for a while. Yeah. And uh, that definitely triggered that for me mm-hmm. where I was just like sitting alone in my basement like, what is this? <laughs> Why is this here? Yeah. That type of death in this game is the most disturbing type of death. Oh, to yeah. Me. The curse, like yeah. the, the death. Yeah. Oh, it's so scary when it happens. Yeah. And it hasn't it hasn't happened to me yet. Oh, lucky! But, but I have but I have watched it happen to. I've watched it happen to an NPC, <laughs> and have uh, watched it happen to. I'm trying to remember if I. Who else did I watch that happen to? Maybe one of the enemies or something. Because I didn't realize that there are sometimes enemies that can use that. Uh, like non bosses that can use stuff like that. Mm. Crustaceans that can use stuff like that. Oh, the snails. Death snails? Skull snails? Are s- snails about? crustaceans? No, I'm talking about the crabs. Oh, the death crabs. Yeah. yeah. There's all kinds of things that are. There's a great video. I don't know. I think it's a Smotown video. Okay. Where he talks about like how Godwin's death like cursed the whole world. Mm. And it's like the death root is seeping through everything interesting what's next on the list drew nefeli lou would be the next thing on the list nefeli lou yes the barbarian woman yes and man i am so excited i'm on my new game plus finally and this time i have resolved to not accidentally kill her (laughs) (laughs) so you ran into the room and saw the dead uh banished knight and heard her talking was just uh no in a slight spoiler spoiler for later um i gave her an item that i shouldn't have given her because i just saw the prompt to give somebody something and i was like well usually that's happy and it was not happy this time yikes yep whoopsie that's me not paying close enough attention um yeah nefeli lou's pretty cool um i thought that she was a I mean she was one of my favorite NPCs I think. I just like her voice. I love the voice actor's performance. I don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. But I think the performance is really nice. It's very like I don't know. Sometimes the voice acting performances I've we've talked about have been very over the top. Oh yes. Um and it kind of takes you out of the suspension of disbelief. Yeah. No. It is entertaining, but I thought the Nefeli Lou vo- voice performance was very like grounded and real. And, yeah, like, just giving a soldier his last rites and then saying that like he's tainted the very winds with his grafting and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like felt very serious. Yes, it did. Totally correct. I also have to say, and this is maybe one of my only criticisms of FromSoft, uh, just their practices of doing things. It was nice to hear a female character that sounded like a grown woman. 
and not just like the the real small voice thing that yeah. they tend to do for a lot of their female characters. This world is peaceful. Its inhabitants kind. Yeah. <laughs> Jump ye off the bridge. Yeah. You're 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 talking the exact character that I was picturing ah. as well. <laughs> the painted the painted world, right? Uh, yes, yep. Priscilla. Priscilla. Is who I was going for. Yeah, but uh, like Miss so, Furry Feet herself. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So yeah, it's nice to hear like a a female character that's like, oh, this sounds like a normal person. You know? Yeah, they definitely raise the bar on their lady characters. Yes. I think, yeah, a lot of them have been very passive characters who are more support roles. And in this time, you know, I feel like Melania is the uh, fully fleshed out, like, Sister Freed, um, what's her name? Lady Maria mm-hmm. idea. And it's like, oh, it's just so good. It's very rich. It's defined. Mm-hmm. Um, people were dumping on. That's an idea for another time. Yeah. People did not like Melania as a lady character. Oh, that's too bad. Or at least people, loud people with blogs. Didn't. Yeah, well, so. that's the only people that have blogs usually. But yeah, I thought Nefeli was another great, great um, uh, active character because you can summon her for Godric mm-hmm. um, and then make a choice kind of about, you know, whether or not she eventually becomes a very important person for Stormvale. Yes, Spoilers. indeed. Yes. And that's that's been the real fun of, of this playthrough for me is like, I finally understand what I missed out on. And uh, so getting to actually make it happen is is very exciting to me. I've already cleared out Fort Height. Height? 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 Height. Um, I've already cleared that out and, and started making the way for it. And now I'm going to be paying extra close attention to all of the dialogue prompts and <laughs> <laughs> making sure that I don't do anything dumb this time around. Well, so Nefeli wears the, uh, what is it? The, the champion, champion set. Champion set, mm-hmm. yeah, which um, looks awesome. It does look awesome. And she also uses two Stormhawk axes, mm-hmm. which is a good little reminder, I think, too, to new players that dual wielding is a thing. Yes, a and very if, good thing. <laughs> yeah, and if you have two weapons of a similar type, you can dual wield them. So we talked a little bit when we were playing the game about how everything in Stormville seems really really considered Mm -hmm. and aimed at the serious souls fan Mm -hmm. whereas limgrave was more of a hey we're doing a new thing isn't it fun and stormvale is like don't worry we got your back yep yep, yep. (laughs) we have interesting npcs we have you know uh, crisscrossing level design and circles within circles all the stuff we love yeah it's like well-composed music where every note actually is supposed to be there yeah rather than just like Oh, I guess this sounds nice. Like, yes. no, they meant to do that. And it's it's a very nice, reassuring feeling to play through. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so Nefeli Lou's super cool. And if we help her defeat Godric, mm-hmm. whether by ourselves or without her, she shows up in uh, Round Table Hold after this. Yep. And gives us the Arsenal charm. Yes, indeed. Which is a nice charm. Which she got off of a corpse, right? Yes. She got just... off of, didn't she get it off of Godric's corpse? Perhaps. She just said she found it on a corpse, I think. Huh. She says, like, don't I don't make a habit of scavenging corpses or something. No. I, I, I feel like I remember her saying specifically that she took it from him. Oh. Well, yeah. maybe. Which is one of the other kind of funny little hints at how kind of pathetic of a, of a character. Not necessarily pathetic of a boss type, but pathetic of a character Godric is supposed to be. Yeah. Because it's also the lowest level arsenal charm. Like, yeah. it's just, 
he's the he's the lowest level of everything that uh, everything that he does in his attempts to be worthy. Yeah. Um, and then we we haven't really talked much about uh, Gostock, who poses us a uh, a question at the. Well, he he kind of says, "Hey, over here, <laughs> you're just the kind of tarnished I like." I'm trying to change my voice away from. There's another character that sounds a lot like that. <laughs> anyways, doing the Jason Statham Gostock. <laughs> yes, Jason Statham Gostock. How did you know? But he uh, tells us that we can either go through the gate, he'll mm-hmm. open it for us, or we, we should really sneak around. Yeah. And then he'll try and trap us in a room mm-hmm. with a banished knight mm-hmm. to chop our head off. And he'll steal our souls. If we die in the castle, he'll steal like half of the souls. Mm. Um, he only hey. has one arm. How did I not notice that he only has one arm? Hey, he only has one, well, it's like forearm. Yeah. Mm. Did he get partially grabbed? Oh. 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 This is me not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, like, he stalks you through through the the whole area, basically, on your way through. Yep. You it, it enlightened me on that, that there's several locations you can find and talk to him besides the main gate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just super exciting. Yep. And we, re- we visited some of those. Maybe there will be footage of that. Yep. Uh, but yeah, he only has one arm, so it's assumed that he got grafted at some point. Um, but there seems to be some cut dialogue that suggests that he was uh, intent, uh, intended to be Godric's son. Huh. And that that's kind of why he has a hatred for him because Godric kind of just took his arm and said, F off. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and then at the end, after we beat Godric, he's like stomping his little head. Yep. And, uh, what does he call him? A weasel or something? I mean, he calls him a bunch of yeah. stuff. He basically just says that he's pathetic, which is the the same sense that we get from the Craven items. To the boat. That's what he says. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Second use of Craven in that game, I think, mm. um, which is a word I'd never heard before. Really? Yeah. Good but, word. Yeah, it is a good word. But yeah, like even the image after the fight of the remains of Godric, you realize like, oh, he was not that big of he was a normal yeah sized dude yeah who just you know done a bunch of horrible things to prop himself up as bigger than he was indeed and yeah an analogy to a lot of people i think yeah <laughs> indeed fighting for power yeah oh yeah Whoa. we won't go there get deep <laughs> on the maidenless podcast. we won't get we won't get that deep so we just came out of the little room where we were trapped with the banished knight by gostock my second playthrough, I actually knocked him off. I killed Gostock at the beginning. Really? Why'd yeah. you do that? So he, he doesn't lock you in. You're not into uh, not into getting some good endgame um, materials? I kind of wanted to just see what would happen. Like, I never sure. attack NPCs, so I was kind of like, I have a good reason to attack Yeah, I guess so, yeah. I, uh... Oh, yeah, that guy always catches me by surprise. Got that little nice uh, Left ambush. corner. Um, I only just found out that he stalks you. Yes. I had never realized that until this playthrough, just because when I'm chugging along through a place, like I don't go backwards too much unless there's like multiple paths to take. Um, but for whatever reason, I just never noticed that he was, he was chasing after you getting scared whenever you'd 
walk up to him. <laughs> oh, so he's like he actually like the character model follows you around. Um, he spawns at different. Oh. He spawns at different places. Have you ever interacted with him? I mean, you're I, not gonna get get to this playthrough, but <laughs> no, I don't. Th- he's already stomping Godric's head, I believe, right now. Oh, okay, yeah. But uh, on your way there, he shows up and like I found him twice. I don't know if he shows up more than that, but in two separate places, once in that little area that you just were in. Um, oh, he's in, he spawns in, in there. He spawns in the, at the lowest level oh. uh, right when you walk in and you know you could go forward and find that exile knight or whatever you call him, the exile guy with the big axe. Did you lose control there? Yeah. Nice. Weird. But yeah, he spawns there, and then I found him again on top of the church where you meet um, oh. Rajir. Wow. Yep. I had no idea. Yeah, he what does gives. He say? Uh, I don't remember the exact quotes, but it's it's something along the lines. One of the times of like, oh, 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 hey, oh yeah, I'm just uh, just cleaning up the just cleaning up the bodies. You wouldn't want those to be lying <laughs> around. So that that's like the first time. And then the second time, he's like, oh, thank goodness, you're still alive. Like, that sort of stuff. Oh, okay. And he gives you a grace mimic. Oh. Um, I think the first time that you you catch him following you. What does a grace mimic do? I've never used it. I've never used it either. It says, in the item description, I think it says something like it gives... It gives like a light, but without order. It, I think it's supposed to like give you some sort of hint on where you're supposed to go. Let's, let's use one. Let's see what it does. What? Yeah, so it just points. Oh, so it's not a checkpoint, but it tells you where to go. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that's cool. Mimicking a grace. Oh, Man, if you could just bring cute. a grace with you everywhere you that's went. That's coming in the next game, probably. <laughs> you think so? Just the, they're giving in in full-on easy mode? Yeah, full-on easy checkpoint mode. Checkpoint wherever you want, guys. Wherever you want it. Um, well, we're, I stopped here because we're looking. We get out of the first uh, kind of inside part of Stormvale, the, the servants' quarters, mm-hmm. as it were. And then we're treated to a lovely view of the Chapel of Anticipation and the Grafted Scion boss arena. Yeah. Which is super cool and pretty. So we're now in the like grafting chamber, which is pretty cool. And yep. there's a shortcut here that takes us back to Liftside Chamber, I believe. Yes, I don't want to go that way. I want to go this way. Where the and fun then is. There's a grafted scion, lots of bodies. So we're to assume that this is kind of where they dump the tarnish and then chop their limbs off to ch- put on put on grafted things and then we're coming down to the uh the armory area where we got two exile knights one with a great axe both with great axes and uh this is where we get the um the wet blade i believe yes indeed so we can do uh infusions yeah from this guy right yep there's a little blacksmith with an anvil by a pot of what we can only assume is estes soup I definitely ignored it. So this is where we come out of the grafting chamber and we're greeted to a whole whole metric ton of soldiers. Oh, whoops. Oh, still got some. And then we go down to the left no, no, and there's no, a bunch no. of rats. A bunch of rats and a looks like oh, a Oh, wow, I cannot hit these guys. Dar, you dirty rat. Oh, and that's right. just Lion's Claw if you... Yeah. Does it do it? Is that literally just Lion's Claw with no explosion? 
Well, Lion's Claw does a big overhead slam. And oh, I, I guess this stabs stab. down. Yeah. That's still a pretty useful move. Yeah, totally. I, I like that. All right. It gets... I love all the, like... I like that they didn't just add jump and say, it's, it's jump. They actually gave some thoughts to, like, Ashes of War and stuff that take you off the ground, and mm-hmm. you can dodge stuff. It's really cool. That animation of inserting the stone sword keys makes me so happy. The only thing that would make me happier is if there was like that, there's this sound, um, this sound effect thing. There's the God Slayer's seal. Yep, we're in the secret Godskin Apostle chamber. And the prayer book. The Godskin prayer book. And it opens up to the gate. If you want to get the drop on some suckers. Yeah, this area confused me so much. I think that's kind of over here. Nothing. Nothing's over here. Nothing's over here. Death. Yes. But I like that this area was so circles and circles and circles like an actual castle would be. Yeah. Because when you first explore it, it seems humongous. It's like, where am I? You're looking at this little tiny map. I, I remember pulling it up and just being like, I hardly moved at all, but I'm in a completely different environment. Mm -hmm. And then once you know all the nooks and crannies, you can cut through it in five seconds, you know. After that, we've got the Godskin Hideout, which we talked about a little bit. Godskin Hideout, yeah. But I would like to know, were they spies? Was it people that lived there that were kind of like soured on soured on the golden order and all of that stuff and kind of turned to it well this brings up the godskins for assassins the, for the first time right because mm-hmm. that's when i i thought it was when i first played the game i didn't think it was god's skin i thought it was god's kin. kin ah and obviously i didn't read the item description of the prayer book i just handed it to somebody and said teach me the fireball spell <laughs> um <laughs> But it's it's a book made out of human flesh. Yeah. So yeah, the skin. Um, so yeah, it kind missed of missed a golden opportunity for a Bruce Campbell cameo. Yeah. They could the book of the the book of human oh, skin. The Necronomicon. Yeah. Yes. yes, yes. <sighs> we could have had it all, but no. But sorry, go on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we don't really know who they are, and I don't think in the game we would have encountered any of them at this point. No, my first godskin encounter that i recall isn't until caleb oh mine wasn't until i believe uh altus plateau oh wow windmill village okay or, i got i got to them way early then so you're talking about divine tower yeah yeah i didn't yep. one of my other favorite weird puzzle platform places that we'll get yeah, to so yeah. eventually cool so we kind of get we get the prayer book and the god slayer seal yep um, but we really don't get any inf- other information about them. But I think we can kind of imply that it's a covert operation because it's behind a stone sword mm-hmm. seal. Um, yeah, and then in there's in a-, a couple of covert operations going on then. Because yeah, you also hit like you get how many crucible knights up up to that point? Like you get the mm-hmm. one kind of wandering around the edges of the castle. Yeah, right. Well, what covert operation are the crucible knights working for? I, so my cracked pot crack pot theory <laughs> that's our new bit cracked yep. pot theory <laughs> ba-dum, ba-dum. so and this may stem from misunderstanding but the crucible knights and we haven't really talked about them or their motivations yet but they 
are part of the like um oh what is that other tree called uh the crucible oh yeah well duh the crucible <laughs> yeah so they're they're like part of this other tree right they're they're part of the like kind of more primordial magic the stuff that was there before well yeah the, the golden crucible, order blah, 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 the crucible it says the Erd tree in its primordial form. Yeah, yeah. So it's before it gets taken over by the greater will. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. The whole greater will is a parasite yes. thought process popping up. The uncracked thought theory. Yes. <laughs> and so my thought was that because all of the like death stuff happened a while before you get there, right? Yeah. Like a fair while before you get we'll there. We'll probably do a whole chronology episode sure. eventually. That's but a good idea. Yeah. That'd be just beneficial for me. Uh, for me as well. So in in my mind, the Crucible Knights are also making a go at becoming Elden Lord. Mm. And that this is one of the one of the knights scoping out the area, basically trying to find away into the castle mm-hmm. like you are trying to do yeah to take godric's great room yep exactly yeah and i guess we can this is a little spoilery because we don't at this point i was clueless to who the crucible knights were mm-hmm. i just was like these guys kicked my ass i <laughs> did that's all i know about them they can step really far and that point, lunges yeah that is a powerful deadly. lunge yep. it has killed me i can't count how many times that's killed me uh, but yeah, so we eventually find out that they are Godfrey's, Godfrey, yes, yep. Godfrey's original soldiers that he took into battle against the f- uh, the Stormlord ah. when he originally took Stormvale Castle. Okay. And I think they also fought the Fire Giants too. Ah, but, so um, maybe he's just a remnant that's been there. Well, that's one idea. The other idea is that the... I was thinking that the Crucible Knights are also tarnished. Mm. And when Merica threw out all of Godfrey's forces, she threw out them too. Mm-hmm. And so they're coming back to kind of pave the way for Godfrey, mm. unbeknownst to us. Ah, okay. So it's not a, hey, one of you guys get in there and become the Elden Lord. It's a, hey, no. one of our guys is going in. Yeah. Make way for him. Yeah, and ah, get everything ready for, for Godfrey because sure. he's coming back. So he's still probably a scout then. Yeah, I think so. Okay. And I think that's what a lot of the Crucible Knights... I think some of them are left behind because like, we encounter a lot of them in like dungeons and yep. like Erd Tree burial chambers and stuff yep. too. So One of them in an Everjail. Uh, yeah. So a lot of questions. Again, please comment below if yes, you know please. what's oh my the goodness. deal with the... Uh, <laughs> what's the deal with Crucible Knights? <laughs> we can't have that. There's already a creator who's taken that. I, I gotta oh. stop saying it. <laughs> <laughs> we have to make our own gimmicks okay. cracked pot theory cracked that's, pot theory that's, that's our solidly ours okay tm let's cap off stormvale castle with um our big encounter at the end ah, which yes. is godric the grafted yep. hands down has to be top five for you for me nice as far as like boss encounters you boss about? encounters in sure the sure I mean, he's up there for me. Maybe not top five, but because the fight itself isn't as dynamic as I like a fight to be. If that makes sense, like, yeah, I, I guess so. Once you get it figured out, once you get it figured out, it's pretty, it's pretty straightforward. Formulaic. Yeah, but it is a spectacle to behold. 
the cut scenes yes. are more of the scenery chewing that I love <laughs> in that game. Ah, for like 30 seconds, you know, so great. And yeah, the dragon head. Oh, yeah. Bow witness. Yes. Oh my goodness yeah. gracious. And just the, uh, it does have that weird tragic element that I love in any of the FromSoft enemies yes. of like a just a crazy guy driven mad by trying to prove himself worthy of something. Indeed. It's just like watching agonizing pain and it's so enjoyable. I, and I, it sounds horrible to say, I get that, but like, I get that. It's just so, it's just so, it's so effective to me where yeah, it's like, indeed. wow, I am, I am watching a guy just way past the end of his rope. Like, out of his mind doing deplorable things in an effort to try and prove himself to a bunch of people that probably don't even know he exists. Yeah. Well, let's talk about, yeah, we talked a little bit of his backstory, how he snuck out of Lanedell, but they also talked about how he, um, challenged Melania and got whooped by Melania. Yep. And then he like ran and hid from Radon because Radon was searching for him. So yeah, big coward mm-hmm. turns to grafting. There's a lovely scene that we saw when we were playing today. Um, his grafting room where mm. we go down in this cathedral and there's a grafted scion, which I think their story is super interesting. The grafted scions are like Godric, children who are born of some sort of noble offshoot there's mm. some related to somebody somebody's nephew's cousin's daughter and so godrix tries out all of his grafting procedures on them first mm. to make sure they work on him because mm. if they work on someone who's less bloodliney than him then they'll definitely work on interesting yeah so they have a real tragic story so there's this grafted scion down in this little mess hall looking area with a huge portrait of godfrey and mm-hmm. sirash and then a Highland Axe item pickup there. So, yeah. Lots of arms presume- and legs and stuff hanging from the ceiling as well. Yeah, you saw that, all the arms and legs hanging from the ceiling. So, presumably, it's a kind of... Um, Experiment room? Yeah. A lab of sorts? It reminded me, the more I think about it, it reminds me of, like, the dragon acolyte rooms in Dark Souls 2 mm, yeah. in Aldia's. Where you go in the little rooms and there's like the little cauldron and mm-hmm. some guys going about some mundane tasks in service of this bigger like arcane ritual. Yeah. But it's always fun to me to see the little like, you know, the little peons mm-hmm. just going about their day like, oh, I got to get today's ritual materials ready or my boss is going to kill me. <laughs> and then me. they just get murdered by you. My boss will have my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then... <laughs> it really does... It really does make the tarnished a uh, slightly less uh, sympathetic character. <laughs> well, he looked at me funny. <laughs> uh, that's fair. <laughs> just a lot of just a barrel of fun, though. Indeed, indeed. the rolling around stuff. It, yeah, it's he's just got great animations. Since we talked about most of it before, that's all I'll say is his animations for his fight fantastic yes his quotes also fantastic can't tell you the amount of times i go around my house by myself going ah! <laughs> i also love how he says oh truest of dragons 
<laughs> and he holds up his little like six fingered hand. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The cutscene's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I love. I guess just odds and ends. We already talked about a lot of it, but I love his his jump move mm-hmm. where he jumps just slightly into the air and kind of like comes down. It's so graceful. Yeah. And it's so satisfying to dodge. Like I dodging don't know. into it and then. Oh yeah. You know, hitting him after that's. Just... I love just dodging into a jump move in general. Oh, yeah, it's so good. And then I also love um, the halfway point of the fight where he chops his arm off mm-hmm. and how you can get hit by the axe mm-hmm. when he chops his own arm off, which is just a nice little touch. Yes. Oh. It was a nice little slap in the face. So I'm like, oh, I got to get some damage in. Gotta... And then, you know. <laughs> no, you can't. Start the second phase with half my health because <laughs> I got greedy. It was nice. But it, yeah, again, I think that's really intentional by From Software to be like, hey, if you didn't like all the open world jumping and platforming and stuff, like you don't have to do it. Mm-hmm. But here it is in one of the legacy dungeons. If you like it, we've integrated it perfectly with the dungeon oh, experience. So it's like something for literally everyone. And if you don't have to, if you don't like it, you don't have to do it. Oh, here we go. You ready for oh, some? Oh, we got another banished night. Oh, we used to have a banished night. But now, just a big cloud of ice. Bye, buddy. I love that. Stealth in this game is my favorite. Uh, the stealth with a giant weapon is so like, it's just so cartoonish. Satisfying. It's so Looney Tunes like. And ah, I love that you like you walk through that little way, little uh, skyway thing mm-hmm. prior. Like it's so layered and leveled and everything about it is just like. It's very considered too. It's like everything was considered like from here we should be able it shouldn't just be a blank skybox. It should be, hey, I know that place. Oh, I want to get to that place. That's where I was. That's where I should be going. The only thing that this game is missing is, like, civilians. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's not, like, the point, but... I know. I did see in a forum, though, that people were waxing poetic about potentially someday getting to play one of these games where it's set during the like height of the kingdom and there's actual people there and oh so they want Miyazaki to die <laughs> <laughs> screw them <laughs> i mean i'm just kidding the irony of him needing to die in order for us to get to see a place living <laughs> is pretty funny but it is, but I don't think it'll ever happen. His no. whole thing is ruined past glory, and I think as he, long as he's the head of the company. Which he should remain. He I'm, should remain, yes. I am should. a supporter. I'm a big supporter. And we're right back. We've now gone through, I think, the whole... Yeah, that's the whole castle. Huzzah. But again, it doesn't take long when you know where you're going, but uh, it, yeah, I spent days on Stormvale just kind of exploring all the little... Little nooks and crannies. I just want to see if this works aerially real quick. <laughs> Trying Wolf's Assault from... Oh, oh, wait, I didn't have any... It didn't have any FP, no. Whoa, wow. that was weird. That was weird. Frame rate tank. Wait, there's still an opportunity. I can kill <laughs> these guys and get it in just a second. All right, come here. Come here, you scallywag. Wolf's Assault from on high. Take two. Take two. <laughs> yeah. All right. It. Just can't be too high. Sof- si- 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 uh, Siofra. 
the river. What? <laughs> S-I-O-F-R-A. It's one of those things you never hear said, yes. and then you're just like, brain, figure something out. I'm not going to think about it. Siofra? Siofra? I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the, the pronunciation Shofra? guy, because I had, I had Blythe. I'm going to say it's Shifra. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Shifra River. <laughs> yes. That's how. That's the one I like. Okay. Maybe yeah, if no, you want to say Siofra. I don't want to say any of it, honestly. Okay. Like, <laughs> but this like is the underground <laughs> area in the Bear Woods. Mm-hmm. The Mistwood. Yes. And I came upon it thinking that I had found salvation from the bears because <laughs> I got to the Mistwood early. Uh, by way of teleporting, uh, the teleporting, trap. yeah, trap, and so I was like, "Oh, finally, this will surely let me out of this horrible place," <laughs> and it did by letting me into an even worse place. Yeah, we get down to this uh, really gorgeous, like ruins. It's like mm-hmm. blue and orange, and like, oh, yeah, that was so awesome, and very, very linear at the start. So I had no idea that I was you know, happening upon a place that I would be going back to a lot in my first playthrough. I just thought it was like, oh, this is just some weird little dungeon or something. And no, this is the whole stinking, well, not even the whole, but like the first layer of underground, Mm -hmm. which. Yeah, the underground was a nice little surprise. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people that I've heard critique Elden Ring and jump on its flaws always go back to that the underground was one of the best surprises, best uh, like enriching part of the game because, yeah, it's it's one of those from soft things like hiding a painted world of Ariamis in mm-hmm. a painting or mm-hmm. you know it's just little things that you could miss, mm-hmm. but they put so much effort and work into making it an enjoyable experience. So remind me, mm-hmm. we go down, we get off the platform, and then we're in that little area of Muckmen. Where there's like a little platforming thing where you can get some items up top. Yep, right? there's a little platforming thing you can get items up top. It's like a little hint of the ruins you're gonna mm-hmm. see, and then there's a like a creek type thing that's going up on the left side. Mm-hmm. Yep, and if that. you go up that way, you better sneak. And actually, if you go up the other way, probably is a good idea to sneak too. And you get a bunch of melted melted mushrooms. Melted mushrooms. Yes. And dukist herbas. I yes, believe. I had. Hundreds and hundreds of Dukas Herbas. I harvest everything. What do they do? Kissed Herbas. That's what they did anyway, I think. (laughs) Otherwise, I've got no clue because I severely underutilize crafting in that game except for making exalted flesh out of Arteria leaves. But but yeah, so you go up there and then if you survive all the way up to the top, there's a little staircase Mm -hmm. with an elevator. One of the prettiest elevators of all. All the underground glowing yeah. elevators. Mm. Mm-hmm. So nice. I love the uh, Nocron, Noxtella yes. aesthetic. The uh, Disney's Atlantis. Oh, yes. It's that It's that thing that as a child, when that movie came out, I was like, this is the most beautiful thing I've seen. And then when I got on that elevator the first time and all of the like rocks started, like the crevices start glowing yeah, blue, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, we're back. Yeah. We're back to my childhood. So this is another Blythe encounter, right? Uh, Blythe is a little bit, like, once you get 
through the elevator and get mm-hmm. into kind of the main area. You escape a couple of crabs. Oh, yeah, and there's those little, like, electric balls that there's zap the ele- you. The electric balls and then the surprise moose guys or, uh, oh, you know. Yeah, the, what do they call them, the dwellers? Yeah. I, I, something like that. Yep, the guys that wear the fur armor. Moose shamans? Yes. Yes. Beautiful design. Super annoying to <sighs> be just, like, I'm just trying Headshotted. to get away from this crab. Yeah. And then all of a sudden there's a wild boar, and then all of a sudden there's a Boom. dude sniping you. Magic arrow to the face. But yes, if you make it to the cliff where you can see Mogwin's palace off in the distance, yes. everything's gorgeous. You can see a lone crucible knight just staring off into space, mm-hmm. contemplating orbs probably. Orbs. Yep. Um, and yes, you do find Blythe down there. Yeah. Um... I think I found him before I talked to Ronnie. Oh. So I think he was just like, what are you doing down here, yeah. buddy? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing down here, Wolfman? And yeah, he just talks about like, you can see bloody Nocron right above us. And mm-hmm. I, at that point, I was like, I can see a lot of runes. I don't know which one was for the other. You mean the big red one? No, he did not mean the big red one. But the, you talked about Mogwin Palace. That is an area that I saw. You see... Real early. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess you can get to it super early mm-hmm. through a quest, but if you don't do that quest, you don't get to that area for like 50 hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that is true from software to show you something you're not going to see again for another 50 hours. But also, like what we were talking about with Stormvale, just knowing that, oh, we get to go everywhere yep. that we can see. Yes, and they're no not going to let us how, down. No matter how fantastically out there it looks, like we're going to get to see it. It's going to be miserable when we get there, but we're going to get to see it. See, I didn't think we'd go to Mogwin Palace. I really doubted. I was like, that's really gorgeous. I Man, that's a really nice skybox. And then when I finally got there, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> Just every new layer of the underground area will get there, but that, oh, it was like... There's more, there's more, there's more. There's so much, yeah. Oh, so much. And then we get to the round table hold. Well, before we move on from Shifra, mm-hmm. the there's an elevator right at the end. Of so, Shifra? Yeah, and you put a stone sword key in it and it like takes you up to Caleb. Yes. Now that's only if you go through the aqueducts. Really? Yeah. Because I thought that's how you get to the Great Jars Arena where you like... The, the, so there's like aqueducts up in Nakron. Yeah. And then if you go to the end of Shifra River, there's another big elevator. And that takes you up to this little like ravine. Oh, yes. Okay. I'm getting my I'm getting my stuff backwards. Cause uh, that, I knew it would take both of our brains uh, yes. to remember this <laughs> yep, area. Yep, yep. That's, that's very good. Yes, that's true. You do have to make it through the gauntlet of snipers yes. to get to that elevator. But yes, that does lead you up to another bear. Another bear. I was pissed. Oh, I know. I I was I, every time I see a bear, there are always places that bears wouldn't even be. <laughs> right. Like Mistwood, I'm like, okay, bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah bears, bears. Kaled, it's like, what are these bears eating? Yeah, nothing good for them. Yeah, and why aren't their heads humongous? Yeah, exactly. Why are their shoulders so big? Yeah, where, was... <laughs> where are they lifting? <laughs> Where's their gym? I was pretty mad when I fought all the way through all those snipers and finally got to the and and used my stone sword key that yeah. I only had a few of at that point because I went there super early. And yeah, I get up there and it's like, it's a stupid bear. I'm done. And unfortunately, I never went to and got the Great Jar's Arsenal because oh. I just gave up. I was like, there's just a dumb bear there. I'm leaving. 
Oh, that's sad. Every time I would come upon a bear, I'd be so indignantly angry that I'd be like, I have to kill this I have now. To kill this bear. And yeah, you get you get the bear, you get a couple of the big uh, couple of the big golem archers. Yeah. Which are, you know, easy enough to fight. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, you come upon the jar and one of the only boss runs, I would consider it a boss run. Yeah. Having to fight three NPCs. Three NPCs that are randomized in their difficulty and every time you die to one of them you have to go fight all three all again. three of them again yeah. yeah so it's definitely not a satisfying place to go to but necessary yeah you get a good talisman out of you it, do but... we didn't really talk about the divine tower but the divine tower of limgrave is at the end of a really long bridge that you don't have to cross yes you just touch a transporter kill a couple golems what did you think about the whole uh, restoring great runes concept and having to go to another area to use your great rune? I, if the design of it was any less magnificent, I would hate it more than anything. But to get to yeah. go to get to go up to the top of some crazy tower and get like just the most perfect aerial view. Mm-hmm. It always felt worth it. Yeah. You know, I didn't necessarily know what I was doing by completing that activity because I didn't use great runes. Um, Oh, really? Well, because I didn't know what the rune arcs were for. I didn't know any of that stuff until I got to Radagon on my first playthrough. Wow. I didn't I don't like getting a reward that you have to do another like not that it's a fetch quest, but another like travel base. It's a fetch quest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> another travel base. Stop trying bait. to make fetch happen. <laughs> right. Hey, thanks for listening to the Maidenless Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And leave us a comment or review. Let us know what you thought of the show. Next week, we're going to be getting into South Lyernia and the Weeping Peninsula. <laughs>